Hey everyone, welcome to this week's edition of On Tap Bets. I'm Cody, and I'm here with my good friend Joey. What's going on, man? How you doing? How's uh? I know we've been taking some losses lately, but we're, you know, we're trying to rile the troops. We're trying to get back in on the win column. I had a decent NFL weekend, but uh, you know, it's been kind of teeter totter on the college football so far this week. Yeah, man, I'm licking my wounds from yesterday, but uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. I, I feel good. I feel like today is the day to get back on track, as I do every day, if it wasn't on track the day before. But that's just kind of the mentality of a gambler, I guess. Like, you just kind of have yeah. to, you know, wipe that away and just have almost amnesia and just forget about it. But, um, yeah, NFL was actually really good for me, too, this past week. I think I, I only missed one against the spread, which – Oh, I saw. Yeah, you were in the tally site rankings, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've been there a few times. It's a great feeling. Yeah, I, I figured I had to join you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, uh, ROI wise, they don't they don't list them like ROI wise. They list them by like the IQ ratings or whatever. But ROI, I think I was number one this week. So that's I I don't know how, but I'll fucking take it. Yeah. Um, you know, for our according to our last pod, if you tailed me i believe you went three and three uh on the nfl last weekend uh my lock did not hit which was mind-blowing to me i thought the over was a lock between the cardinals and the colts on saturday uh didn't even come close uh rip and peace uh poor one out um but if you you took chiefs minus ten and a half if you took i believe it was uh what were the other ones i have them written down chiefs minus ten and a half and then Lions plus I, at the time I said plus six and I saw it at plus seven at, before the, the kickoff that hit and Rams minus three. Um, congratulations. Uh, my worst pick far and away was the under on Cowboys and the Washington football team. I would like to say that I saw multiple big accounts who said that and then they looked like dumbasses too. So it is what it is. I also took Saints money line. Fuck me. Uh, that was bad. Um, but you know, we win some, we lose some. We're trying to build money back up. Um, cash some tickets yesterday. Uh, I think we were opposite on one of the first games yesterday. What was it? Uh, it was one of the first games of the day. Houston. Air Force. Houston. Ah, Houston. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, Houston and uh, whoever the hell they beat. Um, uh, it was Auburn, right? Yeah. Auburn, Auburn. Yeah. yeah. The SEC haven't won a bowl game yet. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I had Houston and uh, I had Air Force, but then uh, for some reason I thought Mississippi State was going to, you know, get the SEC off the off the schneid. That didn't work out. Um, I also had the over on that game. Fuck me. Um, and then I took West Virginia uh, in the in the nightcap, and that didn't work out either. So I ended up coming out even. It is what it is. Uh, so bowl games already started today. I took uh, – Virginia Tech in at halftime, they're down 14 points. I I actually took them live at seven and a half. Uh, so, but if you did get them at four, I don't think this game's over. I don't think Maryland's going to win this by double digits unless Virginia Tech continues to shit their pants. But whatever, uh, I don't I don't know. You took uh, didn't you take Maryland? I Joe? did take Maryland. Yeah, I was on. I just the the guys that opted out on the other side just kind of scared me. I hate betting on Maryland. But me too. I, They're a fake Big Ten school. 
It, yeah, they're not. They're a fake Big Ten school. They, they should not be there, but here we are. Um, and hey, I guess the Big Ten's just going to continue to roll here. Maybe we'll see. I mean, yeah, spin zone. You know, we're both Big Ten fans because you're an Iowa guy. I'm an Illinois guy. Um, so we're. I'm rooting for the Big Ten. I just I couldn't bet Maryland. I'm I'm sorry. So. Um, my only loss yesterday, fucking SE. Yeah. Oh, Mississippi State. Yeah. Sorry, Zach. I, I, I'm with you, man. I didn't even put that one out for the people because Dude. I didn't feel that great about it. But I was like, after looking at all the numbers and everything, I was like, how does Mississippi State not win this by a thousand? Like, the, well, it was the fake bowl uh, season for you. It's bowl season for you. It's the fake Mike Leach uh, narrative game that I think everybody was trying to play. I was too. I was yeah. on uh, Mississippi State and they just completely got run over by Texas Tech. And uh, I'm sure that makes our boy Buckus Tad Quentin pretty happy about that because he's a Texas Tech guy. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, Sometimes it's just so unpredictable, though, because I, I don't know. It, it seems like you really got to monitor these situations with the opt-outs. I mean, you definitely do. But even then, you can monitor all these situations and then – the narratives, though, sometimes they just don't come to fruition. That's like, yeah, fuck, I, th- I feel like Mississippi State was just a much better team than Texas Tech coming in. So I guess we were just yeah. wrong. Yeah, I, you know, I, I didn't understand it, but it's kind of like how I'm dealing with this Virginia Tech down by two touchdowns right now. So, um, but it, it is what it is. Also, sorry for sneezing. I've had a bad cold the last two days, so we're just battling it out here. So bear with me. I'll try to mute myself when I'm about to die again. Um, so yeah. Um, for uh, I, without any, without wasting any more time here, uh, Joey, you, you ready to get in today's games? I am ready, my friend. I think uh, what better way than to turn it around today? That's that's how I feel. Yeah. So for everyone listening, uh, you know, obviously it's three o'clock. So Clemson and uh, who do they play, Joey? Uh, Clemson and uh, Iowa State. They're coming up here in like an hour and almost two hours. And then we got Oregon and Oklahoma. So we'll briefly talk about them because we feel like more people are probably going to want to listen to our picks for tomorrow. Um, But I just want to let everyone know we will have picks for for Thursday slate. Uh, That way you can get in and ride with us or fade us or, you know, whatever. I hope people were riding with us, Joey. I don't want people fading us. Dude. You can't be I, that big of idiots. I would be happy, though, if people were fading me this college football season because I have had a disastrous college football season. For whatever reason, it's been my worst sport. But I, I respect you for sticking around and keep trying to change the narrative, though. Some people won't uh, do that. I know because I can't just be out here looking like a dumbass every week. So I'm just – continually trying to like just i don't know just recreate the narrative around me if you're everyone's fading me then it's like <laughs> what a, what a disaster what am i doing here every week so it has to turn yeah. around Cody. i don't know it has to turn around all right well right now let's jump right into clemson iowa state i don't want to talk too much about because again it's starting in two hours i don't know how many people are viewing right now but just for the sake of getting through it I'm taking Clemson minus one and a half. Clemson coming in. They've played pretty well to end the season, despite all the bad narrative around Dabo Sweeney. Uh, they, I believe they beat Wake Forest um, in their last game. And, uh, or no, 
South Carolina. They beat Wake Forest the the week before that. But they they're 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 coming in winners of four of their last five games. And uh, yeah, I, I or no, no, they've won five in a row. My bad. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I just I don't see I don't see not taking Clemson here the way they play at the end of the year and their defense being very strong. Um, Iowa State they were supposed to be a lot better than what they were this year. The Big Twelve, I, I I don't know, I don't know. I, I if I had to put money on it, I, I'll take Clemson here with such a small spread. Well, we're starting this thing off in uh, lock agreement, my friend. I, I, uh, lock them, lock them, lock them parlay. We should add this if we if we're not making one today, but um, we could do it separately or just by ourselves. I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Star running back Brees Hall opted out of this game. For Iowa State, I mean, Matt Campbell's looking for his third bowl win with, for the Cyclones here, but I've never been a Brock Purdy guy. I don't know. I mean, I know there's people out there that really think he's talented. Yeah, just like Zach says here in the comments, no Brees Hall, Clemson all day. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. All I three of us here, we're riding. We're all riding. And uh, for those <laughs> of you that don't know, Zach uh, obviously was a, a co-host of this show too, so – I mean, he knows his stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm happy that we're all riding here. I mean, like, Clemson's been pretty well balanced, too. They've, they've been able to run the ball with Will Shipley and and uh, Kobe Pryor. I think the defense obviously was good all year. I mean, they were tied for second in the country with Michigan with only 16.1 points per game allowed. And without Brees Hall, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just think Clemson has the edge here. Dabo doesn't coach to lose. Like, he does not coach to lose. It doesn't matter if it's a bowl game. That doesn't really mean much for them. He's going to get these dudes geared up. They were playing much better down the stretch, uh, as you mentioned. So, yeah, give me the Tigers. Laying, I think I found them at minus one, but they're probably – I'm imagining it's running in their the other direction. I right honestly now. wouldn't be surprised if it's a pick them by, like, before kickoff, like right before pick kickoff, because I could see a ton of more money coming in for – uh, for Iowa State out of nowhere, just because. But either way, one and a half points, it's pretty much a pick when, I, when we're talking football here, you know. So, yeah. If you um, can get it under a field goal with Clemson, I feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the spreads low, like this narrative with Clemson's just been riding all season. And at the beginning of the year, they were bad, but they've played so much better uh, over the last month and a half. I mean, they beat Florida State. That's not saying much. Uh, they beat Louisville, which I don't really know. And then they beat UConn, which might be just like UConn and Kansas might be neck and neck as the worst college football programs in the country. But they beat Wake Forest, though, and Wake Forest was good all season. So to me, that was like a big win. They put up 48 points against that team, and we've been talking about Clemson's uh, offense all season being really bad. So – and then they beat South Carolina 30 to nothing. So, I mean, again, it's, it's it seems like Clemson's the play here as far as what they did at the end of the year. And, again, no Brees Hall. I like it. So, um, all right, let's move to the nightcap, man. Uh, Oregon, Oklahoma. Um, you go ahead. You, you go first, and then I'll, I'll follow up. Yeah, so we got the Valero Alamo Bowl. Uh, Oklahoma, I don't know, all these different bowl game names. I don't know. I mean, the last one was the Cheez-It Bowl. I, I forgot to ask you if you're a Cheez-It guy. but 
I am a cheesy guy. I also love the potato bowl because then they dump French fries on the winning coach every time. That's uh, <laughs> that's something absolutely incredible. It, not only was that game the worst jersey jersey matchup of all time, and but and also on a blue field, but just pouring the giant bag of fucking French fries on the winning coach at the end, like that just describes just how awesome college football is, man. Like I don't know how else to really explain how awesome college football is, other than just explaining what I just did. Yeah, where else are you going to get a like? You're not going to get that in, in the the NFL for sure. Nobody's no, nobody's no. running over to Bill Belichick and pouring that over his head. <laughs> if they did that in the NFL, they'd probably throw a taunting flag just for shit. <laughs> there's no, there's absolutely no fun allowed. No, yeah, fun no, fun. Yeah, no fun league. No fun league. No so, potatoes flying anywhere. Yeah. I mean, you can. What do you got in this game, though? Yeah. So I, I mean, Caleb Williams is playing. For, for Oklahoma, which is big to me. I think mm-hmm. not not saying he's like the greatest quarterback, but I it's big that he's playing. I I feel like you know immediately he was impacted once that was found out. I the line was impacted, I should say. Uh, Oklahoma's official Twitter they had a couple videos. I don't know if you saw it, Cody this morning, uh, like many videos. I watched them and I was like, "All right, let's fucking go!" Like that just got my juices flowing. I was I was ready to just go ahead and all in on this. Kayvon Thibodeau's out for Oregon. He's big. He's huge for the defense. Uh, no wide receiver Devin Williams. No cornerback Michael Wright. All electing to opt out for the NFL draft. So, and Oklahoma. I mean, they've lost some defensive stars too, but I, I don't want to minimize that. I just think. This is a last game, more passionate effort from the Sooners. Bob Stoops coming out of retirement to coach one final game here after Lincoln Riley left to go to USC. So, yeah, man, I think the Sooners are the play. Where are you at, Cody? I mean, going into this, I was leading more Oregon. And that's only because Oregon, or not Oregon, but Oklahoma's just been so inconsistent throughout. Like, the, like when I say inconsistent, it's like they can't, they haven't been able to put together a full game all season and but the narrative behind you know bob stoops coming back for you know one game and lincoln riley on his way i went going to usc like having those guys hyped up ready to go blah 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 blah. when you mentioned everything about all the guys out for oregon it does kind of leave me a little like i don't know I, it is I a lot wish, of points, though. It's a I lot wish of the spread was under was under seven, and I would take Oklahoma. But at a touchdown, I even saw it at seven and a half on one book. Like right now, I'd take Oregon. But if it goes if it goes below, I would say if it goes below six, I would probably lean Oklahoma. But at seven or seven and a half, I gotta take Oregon just because. Like Oklahoma, like I said, they've just been an inconsistent team all season. They almost lost to Kansas, who I just said is one of the worst college football programs in the country. They freaking blew that game to Oklahoma State. Like they just haven't been able to put a full game together really all season, in my opinion. So when you have that many points out there, like they might play a great game, but I could, you know, maybe, you know, or I could see Oregon just being in it at the end. And that to me, that's why. If it's a touch at a touchdown or more, I gotta take Oregon. It's a scary one for sure. Even for me, even betting the Oklahoma here because I'm with you. They they haven't really put together full games much at all this season. And I mean, I, I guess part of it was too. I Oregon's burned me a couple times this year, like with the against Stanford. I think the first time the they matched up against Utah, I might have been on Oregon there too. 
And obviously they got crushed by, by them both times. I was on Utah the second time, which normally you don't want to be on that side. If they crush them the first game, you want to take the team that loses the second time. But um, mm. I I don't know. Somehow it worked out for me. But, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm with you. This is, a, this is a tough one. That's a lot of points, I think. But, yeah. I, uh, as far as that goes, I like the Bob Stoops thing. The narratives have not played out in my favor so far this bowl season. So I'm scared <laughs> as fuck about that alone. <laughs> Did I just sway you back to, to, to Oregon? No, but it's close. <laughs> <laughs> you almost did. I think yeah. if anything, if like you want to really play it safe, like maybe just wait and see who scores first and then slam whatever, you know, whatever spread then. Cause get a live again. Player. Right. Like what like if Oregon scores first, that live that live spread will go from seven probably down to like three and a half or something, right? Mm-hmm. And if you feel better that way, then there you go. So I don't know. That's just that there's, there's some, there's some advice and that, I mean, who knows if it goes down to three and a half, but you, you get what I'm saying. Like it's likely to go down if Oregon scores first. So, no, that's a good way to play it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's, that's very wise to do something like that, especially you got to see how energized and how these teams come out. If they're looking flat and whatnot. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is a lot of points. Well, I'll definitely agree with you on that. Um, so that's today's matchup. So like we don't have many, left to talk about because I think there was a cancellation today too. There's like a cancellation every day. I'm not sure. Maybe you can confirm that Cody, but uh, uh, I'm not exactly sure. I do know that UCLA and whoever the hell they were supposed to play yesterday got canceled. They literally yeah. did it five hours before the game started. And I was like, I saw so many tweets of people pissed off, like in replies because so like these people aren't getting their money back. And so many people tra- traveling from across the country or whatever to go to this game. And then, yeah it gets canceled five hours beforehand because of this stupid pandemic. We can't seem to come out of, I, I, you know, I'm not going to, I don't want to touch on like my thoughts on the pandemic and shit, but like, that's just, that just sucks. I, I feel like everyone can agree with us here is like, that just sucks. So I'm hoping no, no more bowl games are, are canceled, but as far as I know, as far as today, I didn't think there was any games canceled. So, okay, maybe I'm wrong on that, but no, yeah, the, I know the game yesterday got canceled, and I'm with you, man. Like, it just sucks for the people traveling, the families, the friends, that the, just the fans that mm-hmm. that make the, their way, their trips. Like, it's like a little mini vacation for them, and they're you know they're all ready to celebrate and party. Well, and that and like the football. the players too, and like even the parents, like. So many players, it's their last college game. Like, if they're a senior or whatever, especially if they're not going to the NFL, like, there's a, there's a lot of things there. And, like, I yeah. just feel bad for all those people. So, it really um, does suck, man. Though, you got some of those seniors that'll never really play in the NFL or play professionally after this. And mm-hmm. they're just take it's taken away from them. They can't play another game. So, it's like, right. That does suck. You got to feel for, for all those guys. Um, but yeah, man. So tomorrow, like the Hawaii Bowl, I was so mad the Hawaii Bowl was canceled last week, man. I was ready to slam Hawaii in the Hawaii Bowl. Like, if you weren't slamming Hawaii in the Hawaii Bowl, what were you doing? Like, what were you doing, man? <laughs> I saw your uh, your tweets about that, and I was like, yeah, how the fuck do you bet against Hawaii in their in their <laughs> own bowl? Like, it's, you can't do that. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I definitely so. feel bad that that one got canceled too, but. It was know, also man. the one sporting event that anyone gave a shit about on Christmas Eve last week. Yeah, well, there was nothing. 
There was that, nothing. That was the out. game. That was literally it. Was the Hawaii Bowl? Like Hawaii was going to be put on the national stage for one day, and then the COVID ruined it, man. It's and you it actually illegal. Did well, Hawaii can't catch a break? I don't know. Maybe they're just not a real state at this point. Like <laughs> yeah. I know we always talk about that, but I, I feel like maybe they're just really not a real state because nobody gives them a break. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. So tomorrow we do have some games too. Um, we got a nice little plate tomorrow coming up. We have uh, kicking it off right off the bat. Cody, you know something about this. <laughs> the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Cody, you know a thing or two about mayonnaise helping the Cubs, yeah. you know, get on that roll after the Dodgers series. And I, well, might have was Duke's that. Mayo too. It was Duke. Was it Duke's Mayo? It was Duke's Mayo. Like, there were people tagging Duke's Mayo to like sponsor me because I was live streaming myself and hearing a thing of mayonnaise of Duke's mayonnaise. Yeah, just devoured an entire thing of mayonnaise. I, I don't should know. gave me some PTSD, bro. First of all, have you ever recovered from that physically? Uh, well, I haven't really. Well, I will say that I have had some mayonnaise, but it has like it's been very little. Um, Definitely for like the first two months after that, I definitely did not eat any mayonnaise. Um, if you also don't know what the hell we're talking about, uh, so I, me and Joe, well, me specifically, Joey's helped out with it, but on Cubs on tap, the Dodgers went into a series against the Cubs. And I said on a, on the podcast before the series that if the Cubs sweep the Dodgers, that I would eat an entire thing of mayonnaise. Uh, and then the Cubs proceeded to sweep the Dodgers in mind-blowingly fashion. Uh, it was meant to be God said that I will eat a whole entire thing of mayonnaise, and which I did, and it just happened to be Duke's mayonnaise. So, uh, yeah, that's the story, a uh, long story short. So, um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, if I fully recovered, I would say yes, I fully recovered. Will I ever, like, look at mayonnaise the same? No, definitely not. <laughs> no chance you're doing that by itself again, though, right? No way. But when the anniversary hits in May this coming year, I got to find a new thing to, to you know, to say I'll do if, if the Cubs do this or that. So it'll be interesting. I don't want to completely, like, tear apart your intestines or whatever, but I feel like a, a, an entire <laughs> jar of relish would be good. No, I've, I've heard that one already. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have. I have. I don't like relish. I at least I like mayonnaise. Like I like putting mayonnaise on. So I don't like putting relish early on anything. I'm not a oh, big Chicago dude. dog guy. Oh wait, that's not even what I was. What I was gonna say it was Jardinero. Oh, uh, Jardinero. The relish. Yeah. I don't know where that came from, but yeah. <laughs> I guess I could give that one a shot. We'll That'd see. be a little spicy though. I don't know, but yeah, so yeah. My whole thing with this game is so we got North Carolina laying nine and a half versus South Carolina. Over under is fifty seven. I want to know, like, does. Do, do you have a magic like? Do you have a, a jar of mayonnaise that's like a magic eight ball? Like, does it have the answers of how this game plays out? Because I'm telling you, whatever you fucking do with this game, being the mayonnaise dude, I'm telling you, I have no real thoughts on this game. Like, <laughs> Cody, we're we're doing whatever. You my say. my magic eight ball that looks like a jar of mayonnaise says that we're slamming the over and we're you know we're just gonna enjoy all the mayonnaise puns all afternoon watching this game tomorrow. Uh, one, because North Carolina's offense is great. Sam Howell, you know, he's probably going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the draft this year or whenever he's coming. It's it's this year, right? He's going to probably come out this year, correct? Yeah, um, he's going to come out. Uh, what it sounds like, and he was advised not to play, obviously, like all these guys, but he 
he wants to play, so he's going to play. Yeah, I respect it. I respect it. Um, so the reason I like the over um, is – so South Carolina's defense, I mean, I know they played in the SEC, but – they have a they they rank really well against the pass, but they're terrible against the run. So I feel like UNC is probably gonna try to run the ball early and then let Sam Howell do Sam Howell things. I just like their offense a lot more. I feel like they're gonna put up a ton of points. And it's not like North Carolina's defense is, you know, great. They're you know, ranked in the bottom twenty in the of well, they're ranked eighty seventh, at least according to the website I'm looking at in terms of like passing or total yards given up. They give up over 400 yards a game. So, I mean, to me, like, I don't know if this is going to be like a shootout, like both teams putting up a ton of points, but I do think North Carolina is going to put up a ton of points. So, I mean, maybe go ahead and take North Carolina minus 10, but we've seen North Carolina just completely, you know, not show up in the big moments, in the big games. So that's why the 10, the 10 points on the spread kind of scares me. But I do feel like there's going to be a ton of points. And – South Carolina's given up a lot of points to plenty of teams this year. They've also scored points when the, as well. I mean, to me, I, I I think it's a blowout with UNC really helping get most of this 57 points. I, I see them putting up 40 and then South Carolina getting a couple touchdowns in there, you know. So, to me, if I'm betting this game, I'm taking the over. That's what we're doing then. This is a show bet. I'm calling it a show bet. We're slamming the over at what was it, 57, right? Yeah, what I'm seeing it is is at 57 right now. 57. Now I would play it. I would play it to probably to 60, but if it goes over 60, I would not. I would probably just lay off it or that or take the under. <laughs> I don't know. Well, to your point too, Cody. We've seen North Carolina be susceptible too to points, so. I do think that, you know, because playing in the ACC, they've faced some they faced some high air raid offenses like with Kenny Pickett yeah. and Sam Hartman, but they've definitely been susceptible. They've gotten in these shootout type of games too. So I'm with you, man. I think we could see six. And they play they, they play down to teams that they're better than too. So that's what again, that's why I'm not a big fan of the spread, but that because of them playing down, I feel like they'll still score points, but they'll give up plenty of points too. So to me, I, I, I like the over and I guess Sam Howe's very first game as a collegiate pro was like in the Duke's Mayo bowl. So, yeah. I mean, you know, we're coming full circle here. I, you know, maybe slam the, the passing yards on him. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Getting a little prop action with this college. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. I've, yeah. I've actually had really good su success with uh, like CJ Stroud's passing yards overs and stuff like that. You yeah. could you could find some hidden gem gems because people aren't really into the props as much with college. So yeah, I actually don't like that. Uh, I don't mind that at all. all um, right. Well, I'm glad to get you on the side. Let's go. So uh, let's move on. Or what's the next game is uh, Tennessee, the old Rocky Top at or on the, I guess it's not at Purdue, but they're facing Purdue. Purdue's technically the home team, I guess. Obviously, it's a bowl game. It's a neutral site. Uh, Tennessee and Purdue. Uh, right now, I think Maryland is still winning. So potentially, Purdue and the Big Ten perfect record could be on the line tomorrow afternoon. 
Um, what do you got here, man? So I know you mentioned it was a neutral site. It is a neutral site, but it's more in Tennessee's backyard because it's in Nashville. Being the Music City Bowl, obviously, Music City, Nashville, whatever. Um, can the Boilermakers, can they be spoiler makers again here as underdogs? Like they, We've seen them beat some and play competitive against some solid teams. They beat uh, Michigan State. They beat my Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, Aiden O'Connell, like he, when he performs, when that offense is clicking, he's really rolling. And I think he could have a big day here, but I – I don't know. He's going to be without his top stud wide receiver, David Bell, who's opted out for the draft. He's going to be a hot commodity in the draft. George Karloftis, the edge rusher, he had a, an outstanding year. He opted out. Tennessee's balanced. I mean, they since Hendon, Hendon Hooker took over at quarterback, he's been excellent, man. Like he, he's he had a great year. Two thousand five hundred sixty-seven passing yards, twenty-six touchdowns, only three picks. Plus, he added in 561 rushing yards and five touchdowns on the ground. So, I mean, I really like this kid. I think the Vols roll here by 10 or more. No disrespect to Purdue, but I I just don't see it. I think they're, they're, they're going to be susceptible here to, to Tennessee. What do you think? Yeah, see, I, I'm with you. I would like – Upon first look, I was thinking maybe the over, but then seeing David Bell out, and I've seen we've watched Purdue play bad offensively without him. So if David Bell ain't playing, that's 65 point total. I'd probably slam the under. Mm -hmm. um, that's a lot of points. I mean, Purdue's defense is really good, but are they going to be able to stop Tennessee all day? No, but I, I know Tennessee's defense also sucks. But we've seen Purdue, again, against other teams that don't have the greatest defense, fail to really score. I mean, shit, they barely put up 10 points against Illinois. You know, I'm a diehard Illini fan, and I know that program sucks, yeah. even though they were bowl eligible this year. But they still suck. And, like, I feel like that pretty much sums up Purdue. Like, they'll magically upset Iowa, or they'll magically upset Michigan State after they beat Michigan, uh, you know what I mean? And, like, spoil people's, uh, you know, spoil people's seasons. But here we are. Like, yeah, they're they're here in the, in the bowl game here, though. I like what Tennessee's doing. I like a minus six, and I like the under. Let's go. I, I, I just I'm... think – I think Purdue's defense will be good enough to hold Tennessee – but I don't think Purdue's going to be able to put any points up. So, yeah, at sixty-five, it's a lot of points for a Big a Ten school for a game with a Big Ten school. I, I mean, and we're not talking about Ohio State here. We're talking about Purdue without their best wide receiver. I, I don't like it, man. I don't like it. So I like the under, and I like Tennessee minus six. Also, I've watched Tennessee a lot this year. One of my buddies, he's a diehard die hard Tennessee volunteers fan. I've been going to for most of the year. I went to these Tennessee volunteer watch parties at this bar called Sedwick stop in old town. Hmm. And a lot of, a lot of Tennessee uh, alums, but I just been going just because it's something to do. Uh, and, and so I've seen hooker play and yeah, he's great. And I feel like Purdue's going to have a tough time trying to stop that guy. So. I. 100% agree. I just don't see how they get that much pressure on him without Carl Loftus. Like, yeah, 
I put, they probably those people that you go to the watch parties with or go watch the games with they probably hate me if you ever share any of my NCAA basketball articles or uh, the betting articles they probably hate me because it feels like every time Tennessee's in like a big matchup I'm fading them and they probably just can't wait to rub it in my face so I apologize <laughs> to the friends. But, well, none of them has mentioned any of those to me. But uh, I'll, you know, Good. anytime I feel like I want to make them mad, I'll just send them some of your articles. In. No, only do it after like the team that I bet on against them wins, um, because otherwise I just look like a dumbass. Um, but yeah, man. So we got the Peach Bowl next. Uh, we got Pittsburgh versus Michigan State, another Big Ten team. Another ACC team here, uh, Michigan State. The Spart- Spartans laying two and a half points over under 56. They're playing at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. I was really interested in this game until I realized that, which I should have known this already. I mean, I, I did know it, but I just wasn't paying attention until really looking into this game. But uh, Kenneth Walker's out. He opted out. Kenny Pickett, they're not going to play, obviously opting out both to be pretty much premier draft picks in the upcoming draft too. Um, both players are, are huge for their offenses, for their respective respective offenses. I mean, Michigan State will probably roll out Jordan Simmons and Elijah Collins to carry the load at running back, but and Nick Patty's going to start at quarterback for the Panthers. He only attempted 14 passes this year, but was 12 of 14 for 140 yards. Uh, Michigan State's secondary was just absolutely god-awful all year. Like, their team was solid for the most part, but their secondary, maybe this is a bit of narrative, but this will be the highest or the biggest game, I think, of Patty's young career. And I could see Michigan State pressuring and blitzing him a lot, given that their secondary has been trash all year. So I don't like a side here, Cody. I like the under. What, what do you think? Uh I can understand why you take the under because you just got a lot of like you don't know what you're really going to get from anyone with Pickett and Walker out. So I probably ride with you on the under. But even with Walker out, I still love Michigan State in this game. Minus two and a half because Michigan State, they just gave Mel Tucker the largest contract ever. It feels like I could be wrong on that, but it's one of the largest contracts. And Mel Tucker has something to prove to just some sort, some kind to like justify earning this giant contract. Never forget, Mel Tucker was a defensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears. And there wasn't a lot of defense being played whenever he was the defensive coordinator for the Bears. Either way, he's got something to prove here. I think there's a lot more on the line here for Michigan State than I think Pittsburgh. You know, if you don't have your you don't have your quarterback, like you get a little bit of leeway. We talk about all the time. I know you guys on Bears on Tap, at least, talk about, you know, how the running back, it's important, but you don't have to have the same one all the time, right? We were already high on Khalil Herbert for the Bears, right? Dave Montgomery is Dave Montgomery. That's kind of how I feel about here with Michigan State. Yeah, Kenneth Walker's graves in the Heisman race, blah, 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 blah. But you insert another guy in there with all the other pieces they already got. I feel like they can make up for it. And again, you have to believe that that team is still pissed off losing to Purdue when they were in the college football playoff. They have a lot more to prove than Pittsburgh does tomorrow. I like the Spartans. I like the Big Ten. We're slamming Sparty. It makes me sick, but we're slamming Sparty. Mel Tucker has a shit ton to prove tomorrow, man. 
Yeah, I mean, I agree with you in part. I think like that contract kind of just solidifies him there. So I don't know if he has like so much to prove. Like he has a lot of stability now, I think, with that contract. So like he's not going anywhere. We know that. So it's like I just think I I'm guess with it's you more though. so to justify that he that he deserved the contract because there's a lot but, of people who didn't think he deserved that contract and the timing he's of getting a great that job contract with them though terrible. he has you know outside yes. of, you know the, the Ohio State game they got embarrassed too and, right and, and that's they like have right to be fired up. That, Right, and whenever that that news dropped it was like either right before the Ohio State game or right after it. So like, I don't know. Like to me, it's like he's he has, despite how good they were and how he has stability, I still feel like he he believes he has something to prove here. And also, winning this game just means better for their program and and building it up because I don't know about you, man, but when you think of Michigan State, you think basketball. You don't think about football. Mel yeah. Tucker getting this giant contract. He needs to win this game to help recruiting as well. So uh, maybe I'm talking out my ass, but to me, it just it just smells like no. To, if it seems like Michigan State has so much more to play for here than than Pittsburgh. I agree with you. I think, and I do believe that they win this game. I uh, I don't know something always. You know, I'm always weary of these like random upsets in these situations like this, but like. I do believe there's more fire coming on Michigan. And they got Peyton Thorne still, even without, you know, Kenneth Walker being out, Peyton Thorne's going to be playing. So mm. I do think yeah. that they're going to be, they're going to be in the right, they're going to be in the right mind frame for this game. So, right. Um, so after that, I think the nightcap is the Las Vegas bowl. We have uh, Wisconsin laying six versus Arizona state over under. It's a low 41 points total. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's just like, what are we doing here? I, I, are we just that as a nightcap? You want something with a higher total? I feel like you'd think so, man. But I mean, it's definitely because of Wisconsin's number one ranked defense. Basically, uh, Arizona State's defense not bad either. It's top twenty-five defense in the nation. I mean, to me, I'm taking Wisconsin minus six. I just think, I you know, Arizona State. Started off the season pretty good, and then they really fell out. The Pac-12 is the Pac-12. I'll take a Big Ten school over the Pac-12 anytime. I just think Wisconsin's just going to run the ball and try to like wear down the the defense and hope and pray that fucking Graham Hurts doesn't fucking throw, <laughs> you know, make a mistake. You know what I mean? It is impressive what Wisconsin did after that loss to Notre Dame because I thought Wisconsin was dumb for the year after they had lost to Notre Dame. And so did I. They, they really played so much better after after the Notre Dame game, and a lot of that's because their defense and because they were able to just run the ball very very well. Um, so I think they do that a lot tomorrow, and uh, they're going to give us a nice little snooze fest and win like I don't know thirty to thirty one to seven, and and hit the under barely, and it's going to be the most disgusting game ever. It's going to be awful. We're going to turn it off at halftime, but we're going to cash our checks. That's yeah, I all think matters. I'm with you, man. Like, not just being like also a Wisconsin guy because I like Iowa, Wisconsin, and Notre Dame. I'm a I'm a true weirdo. I've said this multiple times on this podcast and this show, but um, this team's pissed off. Like, I don't think this is bias here when I say this because they lost. They cost. It cost them a Big Ten title game. The loss to uh, Minnesota and that final oh, yeah. game. That too. So, point. and Arizona State is down their top two running backs, 
two started cornerbacks, an offensive lineman, Braylon Allen, dude, running the football. You mentioned how good they were down the stretch, and they limited Graham Mertz from throwing that much down the stretch. Braylon Allen, he's a stud. Running back, he's a freshman. He's coming back next year. He'll be there. I mean, he's like – this dude's truly, truly talented. He might be one of their best running backs, if not the best since Jonathan Taylor. Like, this dude's incredible. And I think Jack Sanborn, Leo Chanel, those stud linebackers, sounds like they're playing – I'm all in on the Bucky Badgers here. At least 14 points they're winning this game by, I think. Uh, yeah, let's let's cap the night off well, my friend, in lock agreement. Hell yeah. I like it. I absolutely like it. Tomorrow's slate is going to be fun to watch, my friend. My girlfriend has to work from 1030 to 7 tomorrow. So I might not be able to watch this snooze fest, but at least I get all the good games during the day without any interruption, without her having to ask me what to like, what to, you know, to do this or that around the house. I'm going to literally sell my couch and just watch all these teenagers sling the pigskin and hope and pray to God that we make some money. I can tell you right now, I'm very envious of you because my girlfriend is off until the third. So <laughs> she is literally like trying to change the channel as a big time scoring play is about to happen. And I'm like, no, no. What are you doing? You're not watching Real Housewives right now. <laughs> you got to pull out the laptop and start streaming that shit on Reddit streams or something, man. It's so hard, too, because it's like you take 20 minutes to find a fucking good stream. I hate it. Yeah, um, no, I feel you there. But, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my dilemma. And I'm, I'm very envious of you for having so much time <laughs> now to be able to watch all these games tomorrow. Um, well, it's nice to have the day job off for a whole week. So I'm, I'm, I'm embracing it and breathing it in and all that shit. I like to say, so, well, Cody, well, there's a will, there's a way I will find a way to watch these games. I don't care. <laughs> I will be on my phone or my laptop, something I will be, I will be sweating these games alongside you and hoping to cash some tickets. Um, with that said, you know, we kind of have to wrap up. You have another show to do. You got Cubbies on Tap coming up. For yeah, yeah. Listening. Literally, if you're on Twitter right now watching and you're a Cubs fan, you might as well just stick around because as soon as we end this, me, Ron, and Joe are going to go live on the Cubs on Tap Twitter account. And uh, we'll, we're going to kind of give our New Year's resolutions and, I guess, shoot the shit. There isn't a lot to talk about baseball. But, yeah, stick around or, you know, go make sure you're following me and Joey on Twitter. Uh Joey at the Riot 326 and me at Cody on tap. I should have said that at the beginning of the show, but I definitely did not. So uh if you're sticking around here, uh appreciate you. <laughs> so with that said, Cody, we do have some college basketball a lot actually. But yeah, we're gonna do like a rapid fire real quick before we get out of here. We are trying to hold this to 45 minutes. We're at 40, almost 43 minutes. We have two minutes, Joey. Um so rapid fire. I'm just going to run through the college basketball slate, man. And you're going to tell me what you got. Oh, boy. I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep up with what you're about to ask me, which games, because I have all my lines just written down, spread out through these sheets. So. Okay, we'll switch it up. You read what you're going to do, what you're going to take, and then I'll decide if I'm going to ride or not on that. Okay, cool. Because I, I, I really games. don't have any. This is all you here. I just have two games right now, but I'll probably have more. I'm almost willing to oh. guarantee, like later okay. on. But we'll look at Twitter later. Whatever, whoever's on Twitter, just follow me. Whatever. Kentucky minus twenty 
Uh, minus 19 and a half is what I got him at versus Missouri. I set the line at 22 and a half. So that, to me, minus 20 is a 2.5 point or two and a half point edge based on my numbers. They just outmatch Missouri in just about every form. Kofi Coburn dominated this team, as you know, Cody. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he uh, did. 25 points. points, 14 rebounds. I know. I know. I know. Fuck Mizzou. They suck. I'm yeah, riding suck. With you. Kentucky minus 22. Kentucky by 1,000. Yeah, they're winning by a thousand. Yes. Oscar Tshiebwe, dude, he's averaging 16 points per game and 15 and a half rebounds per game. They are not going to be able to stop him. So that's where we're at with Kentucky. Also, Wagner versus St. Francis. I don't know. This is the most obscure thing that you'll probably hear all day if you don't follow like these random schools like I do. Um, (laughs) Wagner and St. Francis, I don't know what the line is at right now, but it was minus six for Wagner. I made it two and a half, so I am slamming. I think it was eight plus eight is what I saw recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm slamming St. Francis. I don't care. That's slamming St. Francis. Death taxes slam St. Francis. Whatever Joey <laughs> says. All right. I uh, I guess I'll ride too because fuck it. Why the fuck not? Oh man. Um, I'm going through the slate here. Um. God, man, I've been, I, admittedly I have not been very good at, at college basketball this year. I uh, it, I kind of like uh, you know I I really do like Kentucky minus twenty and a half or nineteen whatever you got it at. Um, you know, as I'm scrolling down here, I kind of like uh, Providence minus one against Seton Hall. Providence been playing pretty well this year. I keep I've been betting against them actually, and they've been pissing me off. Um, but They've been playing pretty well. And at one point at home against Seton Hall, I, I kind of like them there. Uh, what else? Any other games, man? Like Kansas minus 17 at Nevada, perhaps? They've been Kansas. playing pretty well. Yeah, where do I have them at? I actually don't have them written down. That was probably one of them I didn't uh, – I don't know. But, yeah, I probably would lean that way too. I'm with you. Yeah. I like that. I like uh, – Let's see. Wake Forest plus five against Louisville. Louisville has not been very good this year, in my opinion. I they lost to Western Kentucky uh like recently. I hit that one. Western Kentucky, never a doubt in that game. Um yeah, Tennessee and Alabama over under 148. It's a lot of points for a Tennessee team that doesn't know how to score points consistently. I might take the under on that. Alabama's a four-point favorite at home. Ooh. Hey, Cody, what did you say the line was at for the Wake Forest-Louisville game? Five points. I'm with you then. I'm going with Wake Forest because I made this line two and a half. Okay. Yeah, I like Wake Forest plus five here just based off what I've seen from Louisville. Again, we're just rapid firing here. Um, yeah, what else do we got? There's so many games tonight. This is awesome. Um. Is this still – this is still today. Oh, yeah. Well, we got one last game here because all the rest were postponed, at least as far as I scroll. Miami and NC State. Miami's a three-point favorite. Miami 9-3, and three, NC State 7-5. and five. Most of the money coming in on Miami at home against NC State. I'll probably take the U. Yeah, I'm trying to find that too. Miami, Miami and NC State. You said, yeah, "What is the yeah. what's that right now?" 
three points. It opened up four, moved down to three. So a lot of money coming in on NC State, apparently. But most most of it's coming in on Miami. I think I like I, I like the Miami side there too. At at three, I like it. Yeah. We're gonna do a lot more college basketball in the new year after bowl season. But we just wanted to do like a you know, like a little rapid fire on tonight's slate because there's so many games. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll do we'll do another rapid fire tomorrow for Thursday's games and maybe even Fridays too. So we'll be back uh, on Thursday or tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, if you missed today's show, you can still listen to today's show tomorrow um, because obviously we're doing tomorrow's games, but obviously you'd have to listen early. And if you're listening to this now at this point, I don't know, I'm talking out my ass. I just <laughs> want everyone to listen to this episode and then listen to tomorrow's episode we're going to put up tomorrow and just like get all our great advice on how to – Bet on teenagers slinging pick st- sp- slinging pigskins and dribbling basketballs, man. And we got the NFL slate to talk about tomorrow too. I can't wait. It's a great sports weekend, man. This is a great it sports is. weekend. It definitely beats uh Christmas and our Christmas Hell Eve. Yeah, yeah those uh, New Year's those New Year's bowls are gonna be fun to talk about. Can't oh, wait. We got some big time games coming up that we're gonna yeah. It I'm excited. I'm excited to go through them with you. Hell yeah, man. Well, with that said, we'll be back again. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Cody on tap and follow Joey at the riot three twenty six. This is on tap bets. Make sure you're following us on Twitter on tap sports net at on tap sports net uh, anywhere on social media. This is my best Ron loose impression. If you know, you know, uh, Joey, let's say you got out of here uh, with the old lock them and uh, I'll see you tomorrow, man. Yeah. Let's lock them up. Cash these tickets. Talk soon.